So the sport of boys volleyball has been a big topic on my show in the last couple of weeks. After speaking to Kyle Homer just a few episodes ago, it has taken off. Uh, we got a great reception from that podcast interview. A lot of people were interested. And so today we're bringing on the club director of the club where Kyle plays at Idaho Strike. And we're going to be learning more about the club as well as more about boys volleyball and what we can do to get boys volleyball into the high school scene as well. There's a lot of topics we're discussing today on the Game Time Guru. So, what time is it? Game Time Boost! This is the Game Time Guru podcast, where I interview sports figures from all over the world to help deliver a panoramic view on sports. So whether you're a former athlete, one of the crazies, or simply a casual sports fan, this is the perfect show for you, as we peel back the curtains and learn from our guests every single week. I'm your host, Shane Larson, and I'm helping you see sports through a different lens. What's up, everyone? Welcome out to, out to another F Game Time Guru podcast. I am your host, Shane Larson. 2022, we already started with a bang with our first podcast interview last week, and this week it's going to be no different. We're going to have another awesome conversation with a sports figure here. Now, if you guys remember a couple weeks back, I had the opportunity to speak to Kyle Homer, who was a, a boys volleyball player. We got an immense amount of people listening to that particular episode. I think it was a lot of family, friends, and those who were intrigued with this uh, topic, uh, which I was not surprised about, but I was really happy with the response that I got from the listeners out there, uh, people coming in. And I mean, you would think, oh, I've had like Jerry Stackhouse and all these random like, you know, professional athletes on the on the show. And then I, I have, Ryan, um, sorry, Kyle Homer come on the show and he is a high school student and this thing just blows up, which shows that there is some interest out there, which is why I'm super excited to introduce our guest today because we're going to, you know, piggyback on that topic uh, and we're going to be uh, sorry, speaking with Ryan Canelli, the club director of Idaho Strike Boys Volleyball. Uh, the Idaho Strike Boys Volleyball Club, and that is the one that Kyle Homer plays for. So we're going to get to learn more about Ryan and his background in sports as well as this club and where he sees boys volleyball going uh, moving forward in the state of Idaho. So, Ryan, thanks so much for joining the show, man. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. I'm stoked to be here. Yeah, absolutely, brother. So, you know, when I I was talking to Kyle, I brought up something to him in that interview, and it was when I was on a church mission, I served with a companion from uh, who, who lived in California. And that companion was a boys volleyball player and they talked about boys volleyball at the high school level and how crazy it was. He always talked about how just, he's like, dude, it was packed just as much as the basketball games where it was crazy fans would show out. Um, I want to know your background though, and, and where you became interested in boys volleyball. Like, when, did you, when did you become interested in the sport of volleyball and uh, did you play yourself or did you just know that it was a, you know, a sport that needed to evolve? Yeah. So I actually grew up in Wisconsin and while Wisconsin is a pretty big volleyball scene. We didn't have boys volleyball where I grew up, but I grew up next to five girls who all played volleyball. So they were babysitting me and they'd have a net up in their backyard almost all the time. So I learned how to play there. And then like most people, at least in Idaho, we played volleyball in PE, but never knew it was really an opportunity until I went to the University of Idaho and uh, they had a men's club team there that um, I got the opportunity to go in and try out for. And I made the team and we played there for four years, traveled, played against a bunch of other colleges, Gonzaga, UW, WSU, um, BSU, you know, pretty much all over the Pacific Northwest and then got to play, travel to national tournaments in Kansas City, Reno. So that was really my first exposure playing um, like many in the nation. And we didn't have it in high school where I grew up. When I moved to Idaho, we had a very small 
town, about 2,200 people, no boys volleyball in the area. Wasn't even a thought really, but going to the University of Idaho and then coming down to Boise, um, it's starting to get popular down here. So I've been happy to be a part of it. That is actually a really cool story. And, and I didn't realize like the U, U of I um, club ball scene that you had you know, really gotten the opportunity to play at that next level. Um, for those who aren't familiar, I mean, how many colleges do you know, Ryan, off the top of your head? Like how many colleges actually have a sanctioned like NCAA, you know, sponsored cl- uh, volleyball team for men uh, compared to like the club team scene? Do you know? Yeah, so I think the, the number escapes me, but there's division one programs. There's NCAA division two and division three programs that all have sponsored men programs. And then there's NAIA and junior colleges like community colleges that also all have sponsored programs. And of those, most schools um, have an established club program where even if you're not a sponsored athlete or on scholarship, you can still pay to play in a club sport. So that's what the University of Idaho has uh, is an opportunity to play in a club. So we like the boys do in my club, you pay a semester fee and then you are, you know, you travel with the team, you practice a couple of days a week, you have a coach, you know, similar experience to collegiate athletes without the, you know, maybe the rigorous um, diet, weightlifting, everything. It's a little bit more laid back, but still gives you an opportunity to play competitive volleyball. So the opportunity is almost out there anywhere you go. And if it's not, you know, students can just contact their athletic director or the recreation program and generally get a club started. So. See, that's what I love to hear. I, I actually was a, a boxer and at Boise state, we had a club team and people always mm-hmm. like looked down on the clubs and stuff. I'm like, well, there was only at the time when I was there it was 2006, 2007 was uh you know, there was like 27 colleges in the entire country that were NCAA certified for like boxing. Everyone else yeah. was a club team, but I mean, we still practiced every single day. We trained, we did our you thing and we traveled. Time. I mean, you're, you're, you're still working. It's just a little, like if people look down on it, but I'm like, no, and I'm sure you can attest to it. There are some good athletes at the volleyball scene, like that you yeah. travel around, you compete against it at a very high level. So that's where like, that's, that's important to know too. I want people to understand there. I love that you said, Ryan, that there is an opportunity for people if you go out to, to do that now. Um, as you, you you were working here in Idaho um, and you saw that there was a need there, like how, how did this come about that you wanted to start Idaho Strike? Like I want to know how like the, the, the mindset and the, the product, did you know that there was going to be a good reception for that? Like, like just talk to us about that. No, so actually um, I'm going to clarify a little bit. So I didn't actually start Idaho Strike. I took it over in 2016, but um, okay. there's a longstanding women's club here called Club Idaho and the club director, Joyce Fonstock, actually started the boys volleyball club. I think she had the first running boys volleyball team in the state for a long time. And then in 2014, um, Idaho strike kind of branched off of that and wanted to create the first exclusive boys volleyball club. And so we today are still the first and only exclusive boys volleyball club in the state. Um, and we, you know, the growth there, we, back when I joined in 2016, we had five guys. So the group that started in 2014 had a team of like eight and they all graduated and pretty much disbanded the club after that. And so I came in, had the opportunity to step in with our U-12s that we had. We had five guys that were like 12 and under. And we just started coaching and trying to run it from there. And since then, um, you know, we knew with Idaho's growth, we'd start to see a little bit more interest. But, I mean, we've added six teams since then. We're rocking seven teams this season. Uh, We got just over 70 kids in the program. And, um, you know, it's gone above and beyond what I expected it to back when I was fresh out of college coming into Boise and wanted to, you know, kind of, carry on what I had done in college and give back to the sport here in this community. And it's just taken off since then. So it's been really neat to be a part of. That is so awesome. I, I love hearing that. And I want to ask this question. I want to actually be real about this. See, like when I was talking to Kyle and I'm going to ask you the same thing in a different way, I guess, but like 
I guess the, the traditional athletes for the quote unquote traditional sports, like football, basketball, baseball, wrestling, mm -hmm. all those types of things that you see at the, at least the men's level, right? They look at volleyball and they see boys volleyball and they, they look at that. And I think there's like this, I guess, a, a like a stigma, a stereotype, yeah, a I don't stigma. know, but yeah, yeah it's like. They they think that these players are soft. They don't think volleyball is a, a man's sport, quote unquote, right? I'm just trying to say like things that I've heard. I'm not specifically mm -hmm. saying that that's what nope, I think, but I got it. I'm curious. How do you? How I guess how how is it received from these guys when you're going out there trying to you know promote this club and and get people to come and play? Like how do you show them that that's not the case? Like as even Kyle said, oh yeah, dude, someone's gonna hit a 70 mile per hour like fastball <laughs> right at you. You got to be able to take it. You know what I mean? Like that's that's it's not a soft sport at all. But for some reason, these people have that. And I, I don't know how we can get past that. So I just kind of want to get your advice on that. No, honestly, it's a great topic. And I think my favorite question that um, I've grown up asking is like, oh, you play boys volleyball. Do you have to wear spandex? Like that is like the number one thing people think. And I'm just like, nah, man, you don't even know. You know, like if, if we have athletes that want to come try it out or we get a lot of basketball players who are like, yeah, maybe they didn't make their high school varsity team. They're looking for something to do. I'm like, can you jump? Are you athletic? Okay, let's go teach you the game. Because what you think is a... Um, kind of a weaker sport or, you know, not, not so well played of the minute you get in, if you're athletic and you're willing to be coachable, like you can be great at pretty much anything. I was a soccer player growing up, transitioned to volleyball. It's a game of angles. And to me, it's like, yeah, Kyle's right. People are going to hit a ball really fast at your face and you got to be able to react and play the ball. But if you're athletic and willing to learn, like volleyball can be picked up by anyone. I think it's one of those sports that it's truly a lifelong sport. Like you get people out playing in the grass community out here or sand and there's like 50, 60 year olds out playing ball with a bunch of high school kids and college students. Like, you know, it's just something that you can come to love. So whether you have thought about playing it or not, I just say what I tell athletes are, why don't you come try it out? Give it a week, give it a couple practices, open gyms. You're going to be awkward. You're going to not know what you're doing, but you're going to see what some other guys in the gym are doing. You're going to be like, I want to be like that guy. And Dude, so then, then it's a different game. You'll start to learn the competitive side and it just evolves from there. So. Speaking of the competitive side, this is something I brought up, but I want to I want to ask you too as a now somebody who's involved from the administrative coaching slash side of it, you know what I mean? Um, but you've been, played at a high level. When I I coach club basketball, and when we go to tournaments, we were in Vegas, and I remember they had half the court for this like volleyball tournament that was going on, and the girls were screaming. I'm like, I told my kids the same thing. I said, you guys realize that like this energy over here, why don't we have that energy? Like the energy in a volleyball match is unbelievable. I don't think that it's it's matched. I don't think anybody tops it's, it's crazy i was like talking to the kids on the bench i'm like you realize that you can't hear me talk right now when i'm talking to you guys in a timeout because those girls are screaming over there after every single point that's how you guys should be and so like from your perspective like from from playing a competitive setting throughout your life you know especially at the collegiate level and then now here at the club scene um the energy talk to us about the energy of volleyball especially with the guys too because it's not just girls like the guys get into it too it's, oh. it's super competitive it is to me it's the most fun part of the game it's like you practice day in and day out with your group right with your team your teammates first and foremost and family but the minute you guys are gelling on a court i mean there's nothing better than putting a ball down in a tight game or getting a really big stuff block and i mean you just celebrate it right it's like you celebrate your wins you pick each other up when you get lost it's no different from someone missing a game ending free throw right or a game winning opportunity three-point shot right to me it's like you celebrate those wins with your team and you get so many more opportunities to do that in volleyball because there's that break between each point and so it's like it's more of a mental side but also if you're a good teammate you're just having fun with the guys out on the court and so i think our team does a really good job of celebrating our successes and you know, we're a team, we struggle, we have our ups and downs, but it's like, if you can always focus on find that high of the game, like whether it's a good pass, a good set, or you were in the right spot, maybe you'll just get the next one. It's like, 
you're going to have a good time, right? That's the point of that energy. And to me, it's unmatched on a volleyball court. I, I think the girls, I coach high school girls here too, have the last couple of years and girls do a good job celebrating. It's a lot more of a mental game, but the guys are just like, yeah, we're out here to crush the ball as hard as we can. We're going to have fun and we're going to beat the crap out of whoever is across the net from us. So, you know, do what you can, play your hardest and have fun with the teammates around you. And that's kind of what we try and strive to do at strike. So I dig that, man. I dig that. So talk to us about this for, for practices, right? Kyle kind of gave us an idea of what their practices are like, but even for yourself as an athlete, you know, competing at the collegiate level, but now what are practices like for a volleyball player for guys? Cause some people might be like, Oh, I don't know, but you came from soccer as well mm -hmm. as that. So compare the two, maybe like, let us know, like they're not just walk through. Like I, I know for a fact that jumping over and over just, it's just not what I'm conditioned for right now, but there is a lot of that there's running and so forth, but people might not get that. So if you could maybe break down a practice of volleyball for us. Yeah. So I think, you know, like any sport, you've got different things you need to work on with your team. But for me, like we're starting our practices this week for our spring season and we go to Anaheim next weekend. So we got three practices. So I'm getting the guys together. We're going to kind of shake off the rest from the last couple of weeks. We took a break. Um, so we're going to go through a normal warm ups, get stretched like everyone does before they do a workout. And then really getting in and doing some ball control, get the focus on the fundamentals, make sure people are passing their form and technique is all good. And then really take a look at what skill set do we need? And do we need to work on it as a team? So I like to really focus on serve, serve, receive, um, basic passing, and then working through our rotation. So um, you got six rotations on a volleyball court. Love working through those in practices, different scenarios like coming out of serve, receive, coming out of a, a hit from a different area on the court. A lot of coaches get up on boxes and hit into blocks so the team gets the full in-game feel. So we like to do a lot of in-game scenarios. Um, and then based on the different coaches, like my personal philosophy is you learn by playing. Um, but we also have to have some structure. So to me, it's like we're going to introduce a topic or, or a technique that we're going to work on. We're going to work on that skill in a slower setting for maybe five, 10 minutes. Then we're going to put it to use in a game like scenario. And so a lot of that is like game prep. But on the side, you also have your strength and conditioning training. You have to do vertical repetition, vertical training programs. A lot of that we encourage athletes to do outside of the practice. So when we're in the gym for the couple hours we've got, we're focused on the team dynamic, focused on the certain skills we need to do or the weaknesses that we kind of hurt us in the last tournament. So to me, it kind of bounces around from individual skill to team skill to mental reps and strength and conditioning. So. Yeah, totally. And that's no different than, you know, if we're going to compare it to like basketball, for example, I tell yep. my kids, I coach all the time, like you got team practices and usually in a team practice, I say, you're probably going to shoot the ball maybe 10 to 15 times. If you're being yep. honest, like we're running through sets, we're doing conditioning drills. We're doing a lot of like things that way from a team's perspective getting prepped for the game but like your individual stuff comes on the side like go to the go in the morning at six o'clock get up 500 shots takes you about an hour and a half get your 500 shots up and then you have team practice in the afternoon like there's there's yep. something your strength and conditioning comes out on the side too like you got to put time in in the gym you got to dedicate yourself so uh to that point you were talking about like vertical stuff is there any resources are sorry are there any resources ryan that you're aware of that maybe a, a perspective like volleyball player could look into whether it's a training program that you've seen that has been beneficial for your players mm -hmm. um, that they could potentially look into for training outside of actually playing it, it, as a team setting? Yeah, no, good question. So there's a couple of strength and conditioning um, gyms that you can go to in the area. So we push a lot of our athletes to D1 um, so they can go in and get work with some of their coaches, get kind of a privatized training program so they can grow. But there's a lot of other gyms out there that offer similar um, services. So as a club, we don't quite pay for our teams to go yet because we're not quite that big yet. Some of the other clubs in the area do um, team programs with some of the facilities in the area. But like we've pushed a couple of kids to D1. There's a couple other kids that go um, to a few other gyms in the area. But really, it's something that 
we'll say, here's the things you need to work on as an athlete. If you want to go play at the next level, here's some of the recommendations for your vertical, your shuttle run, some other things that college coaches look for. But ultimately, we're not going to do that. We've got two to three practices a week. You know, it's like I need that time with our athletes and our team together. If you're going to want to go to the next level, you really got to put that time in. Like you're saying, get up at six, go put your shots in for us. It's passing reps, hitting reps, you know, things you can do on your own. But definitely recommend reaching out to some of those gyms in the area. So we, we like D1. It's just what we've used in the past. So that's what we encourage our athletes to go into and open to other suggestions if, if anyone's got them, you know. I dig that. I dig that. Shout out to D1. I know Tanner Lowry pretty well over there. He is a sponsor of the Idaho Underground Sports Network, which I am a founder of. And uh, we love D1. There's also off the field. Taylor Bateman's great over there with some of the athletes that uh, he's he's taken Parisi. I know that there's some different there's just facilities around the valley, but D1 got to give them a shout out. I love that. Um, they're fantastic at what they do. So I'm glad to hear that like volleyball players are going over there too and getting their work in. So I want, I also want people to know, like if you are a, a, you know, a volleyball or you're interested in playing boys volleyball or whatever, that those facilities, they might see them on Instagram, right? Ryan, like they see people on Instagram, like, oh, well, those are basketball players or soccer players or football players. Like, can I go over there? No, they like, they can train you specifically for what you're trying to do. So that's why I'm glad that you brought that up because those facilities are there for a reason. It's for athletes. It's not just for a specific sport, but like they can specialize in something if that's what you're working on. So I think that's awesome. You brought them up. Now, I always like to ask people about their favorite memory. So I would like to ask you your favorite memory as a player and your favorite memory as a, as a club director, like being now in the administrative side of things and, uh, you know, maybe a, a special event or a memory that you had. So I'd love to hear both of those. Yeah, I think, you know, when I think of my favorite memory as a player, I think anyone who's played collegiate club ball, um, everyone wants to go to nationals. They're, you know, for every four years or however long you're in college, you want to go play in nationals because you get – gosh, 200, 300, 400 courts up in some convention center. And you've just got teams from across the nation playing really high level volleyball. And one of the most fun parts of that is at the end of that tournament week, the championship matches, especially for like the division one, division two schools, the divisions are broken up by size of school. So everyone gets into this massive arena and they start to watch the final championship matches. And so I think the most memorable moment I have is um, they play Sweet Caroline in the championship match and the entire stadium is rocking out to this. Now, mind you, there's probably 15,000 college athletes in this gym watching two men's teams and two women's teams compete head to head for a national title. And it's probably the coolest environment I've ever been in. Um, There's, you talk about energy on a court next to your basketball court, try being in a gym like that, where every point, everyone is just blowing their minds out because they're having a good time. So I think by far as a player, nationals watching the championships, probably some of the best memories out there and then being there with your teammates that you've been practicing with all year is, is a good time as a coach on the other side. And as a club director, to me, it's like, you know, when, when I joined, we were, we had five guys that would play locally against girls um, in the treasure Valley area. Cause we no one has boys volleyball in Idaho. And just in the last five years, I mean, we've got seven teams this season. I get to take these guys to Anaheim. We're going down to Austin, Texas in February. We're going to Vegas later. It's like, we're starting to travel and really put Idaho on the map from a boys volleyball. There's, we're not the only club anymore in Idaho that does boys. There's a group down in Twin Falls and there's a group down in Rexburg that just started teams this last season, one up in Coeur d'Alene. Um, and so we're starting to grow and Idaho's starting to get on the map from that scene, but it's been really cool to kind of be at the forefront of it and then take kids that, you know, like Kyle, who his brother's playing collegiate basketball right now. He's like, hey, I kind of want to do my own sport comes into volleyball, a kid didn't know what he was doing. And now he's one of the hardest hitters in our gym. And so it's really fun to see these kids come in trying to, Hey, I'm trying to find my own 
way in life, right? And then be able to influence that and help help them along their journey and see them be successful. So I think that that's probably one of the most rewarding things that I get to be as a coach and club director that I get to see. So that's so sick, man. I can imagine how cool that is. Just seeing the progression from the beginning. Like you guys tr- truly changed the game for boys volleyball. Like you just mentioned, like you were the first. Now there's other ones popping up around here, but you were you were truly the the game changers there, which is really cool if you sit there and think about. It. I know you've probably been in the grind, you know, being part of it for the last five years. But <laughs> yeah. so sometimes I think what happens is sometimes you forget, and that's natural. We forget like how much we've actually changed something. But for you, I just from the outsider's perspective, I'm like, dude, like you guys have changed things. Like you've put it on the map. Like you've you've got you've got boys volleyball growing, and it's a it's because of you guys. That's the coolest part about it. I think that it's just so sick to see what you guys have been able to build and, and continue building. Um, do you feel that the the players respect you because you're a former player yourself? Do, can they relate to you pretty well, Ryan? I hope so. Gosh, <laughs> I you know I, I really blend the lines of uh, the formalities of a coach sometimes because to me it's like a lot of the kids are great athletes. And we know, especially with COVID the last couple of years, you know, the mental side of the game has really changed in the generation that we're coaching. So to me, it's like the respect 100% is there as a former player, you know, being able to speak to an athlete and say in different situations, right, you need to read the scenario. And this is how, you know, I would recommend you perform, but you have to make that judgment with the skills you've gained as an athlete. But as someone who, you know, I'm 28, and a lot of these kids are 16, 17, 18 that I'm coaching, you know, so to me, it's like, I went through this process of not playing volleyball and now you guys want to get recruited. So let me help you and let me do the things that maybe I didn't have as an athlete in high school that I wanted that can help these kids get out and go accomplish their dreams. So I think I'm I'm definitely respected by the athletes. I think there's a good mesh of, we give each other a hard time a lot. Most of the athletes, we have a good relationship that way. Like I'll give them crap if they're doing something bad and they'll give me crap when they're like, that was a lousy practice coach. What are you doing? Getting lazy on us, you know? So it's like, there's a good amount of banner between the teams, but I love the ability to, say, Hey, I've been in your shoes. You know, I know what you're looking for. And if I don't, let's talk about it and let's make sure that we're doing the right thing for you and that you're getting on to the next step of your life. So we'll love you while you're here. We'll love you when you're out being successful after high school. So that's kind of the relationship we try and build with our players. So that's awesome, man. It's, I mean, coaching is coach. Like you want to be able to change kids' lives as well. Like that's kind of the big piece of it. And it sounds like you got the relationship that's necessary to be able to do that both on and off the court you know what i mean so i think that's that's super cool and they have that they, it sounds like they have the trust in you so that's it's a good group cool. uh, yeah. i've continually been blessed with not only the kids that we have in the club the parents that um have raised these kids they've all done a great job and then truly shout out to all the coaches for idaho strike i think our best strength is our people that we bring we may not have the most quote unquote skilled staff from a historical coaching or playing experience perspective, but we've got a very knowledgeable staff who not just invest in the kids and the people, but really invest in the cause and trying to grow a good culture and a good program that um, takes kids in from all different walks of life and gives them a place where they're accepted, loved, and they're going to be successful. So that's really what we try and do. And definitely it's been a a strive the last couple of years, but definitely haven't done it myself. Got to give a shout out to everyone that's helped along the way. So that's been fun takes a village right but that's awesome man you've you've built something super special there with the team around you and i love that so if somebody's interested like a parent that has either heard kyle's interview or now is hearing yours or both and they're like holy cow like this is okay i want my kid to get part get into this and be part of this program um where where do they do that where can they find out more information from you from you guys ryan like what's the whole process i guess kyle mentioned going to open gyms but like i would love to know is there like a is there a formal process to like getting set up with the club 
Yeah. So first off, information, you know, anyone can Google Idaho boys volleyball or Idaho strike and we'll be the first thing that pops up for the most part. So that that's your first step, if especially if you're in the Treasure Valley area. We've got kids from Oregon that come and play with us. Um, so, I mean, it's like we have a little wide span, but if you're interested, info's out there. You can find our website and there's a link to click in to be on our distribution list. You can email us. All of our contact info's out there. Social media, we've got a decent presence on. So it's like that's how you can get info. But the way of getting involved is normally uh, when we're not in season, we've got a couple open gyms. We do some boys camps and skills camps during the summertime. We do a free drop in grass volleyball all summer long, two nights a week. Um, so we post all that information on our website and on social media. So if you want to just try it out without, you know, putting money down and not knowing what you're signing up for, come play at an open gym, come play at, uh, grass volleyball. We'll do um, a couple adult tournaments. So adults who want to play like as fundraisers, they can come see some of the kids, see how they're performing. And then we do a couple tournaments throughout the summertime. So there's a lot of stuff that goes on between, you know, May and August when our off season is. Uh, for kids to come and try it out, get involved. And then really we've got tryouts and that's your opportunity to show us what you got and make a team. And fully knowing that we are new to the area, we've only been around a couple of years. We've got athletes that have never played before. So we take all those athletes, teach them the fundamentals and turn them loose. Like I got to give Kyle some flack here. I mean, he came into our club as an athletic kid at 14 and I never would imagine he's doing what he does today with the ball. Like, you know, I'm just like, you know, you're kind of a goofy 14 year old. Like we all were at 14 and you come in and all of a sudden you put your coachable, you put your mind to it. You're competitive and kids getting talked to at BYU camps because he's 16 and he's crushing it on our 18s national team. You know, it's like, that's just two years of him putting work into a gym. So we can take a lot of people, whether you're athletic, not we'll teach you the game and we'll watch you grow with it. And I think you'll fall in love with it. So reach out to us, come to our open gyms. That's my plug. You know, I think you'll have a good time. So I dig it. And uh, yeah, for anyone listening, I want you guys to know, especially if you're interested, go listen to what Ryan's saying, go check it out. Um, this is, this is growing and it's huge. So the last two questions as we wrap this up, cause I know we, we got to, got to respect your time here, Ryan. One thing is what will it take to get high school volleyball for, or sorry, boys volleyball into the high school level um, in Idaho, in your opinion, based on what you've experienced as the coach and club director? Yeah, I think the first step to me in Idaho is, um, you know, realistically, we need to start getting the clubs out there. I know Skyview High School's got a boys volleyball club. There's a couple guys from our club trying to start one in Meridian and a couple guys trying to start one in Boise, you know, at Boise High. So I think if there's kids out there that want to try and play in high school, getting it in the club sports scene in the high schools is the first step. To get it sanctioned as a high school sport, there's a process through the board that requires voting, Title IX. You know, you have to have the same amount of sports for males and females to have a sanctioned sport. So Utah's going through that today. Uh, boys volleyball has been on the docket in Utah for the last couple of years trying to get it approved. So that's kind of the, the main step. But I think the first thing is if there's athletes out there in high school that are trying to play, go find an advisor and go find some guys and start a club in your high school. Get a club scene going. We'd love to support that. We'd love to host those teams in tournaments. Like we've got the ability to do that. So if you're interested and don't know where to go, reach out to us at IdahoStrike at gmail.com. You know, email us. We'll help you through that process. Get you in touch with someone in your school and we'll go from there. So I think that's the first step is start a club in your high school or join the club in your high school and then we'll see where it grows. I love that. And I hope people listen to that because that's information that I don't think, I think kids wonder, but they never know. So that's like the first steps. I appreciate that. Last question for you, Ryan. The biggest lesson that volleyball has taught you in your life? Be humble. Above, right? To me, it's like there's, you can do a lot yourself, but like we said earlier, it takes a village. You know, whether you're an athlete, you're growing, 
I mean, I can't tell you how many times I ask our kids to go thank their parents for taking them to practice, going early to open gym, taking them to the gym in the mornings. You know, it's like, know what got you to where you are. Be thankful for the opportunity that you have in front of you and, and be humble. If you're, you're, if you're at the top, be humble. If you're at the bottom, be humble. No matter what, I think that's the most important lesson you can learn throughout sports. And that's definitely what volleyball has taught me. So I echo that and hope kids today and every other athlete can resonate with that. Cause I think that gets you a little bit, a little bit farther in life. Great advice. And I love hearing that, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Canelli, the club director over at Idaho Strike Boys Volleyball Club. If you want to go check it out, you guys know where it's at. He just told you how to go do it. Google him, go find it out. And let's help this club continue to grow as we, as the sport for boys volleyball continues to grow in the state of Idaho. Ryan, I just want to say thank you for joining the show, man. We really appreciate you. Thank you. It's been a blast and good luck. I appreciate you, man. For everybody listening, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, and we'll be coming to you next week with another interview. Take Guys, thanks so much for listening to another episode of my show. Now, if you could go and do me a favor, head over to iTunes, give me five stars, and leave me a review. It would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your support.